All right. Hey, happy uh, happy Easter Bunny, everybody, or something. Uh, happy NFL Wild Card Extravaganza Weekend. Uh, oh gosh, I'm an idiot. So after I get done burping my granola bar and my soda pop I had for breakfast. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, so we're going to talk a, a wee bit, a lot of bit, about uh, what's going on in the fallout of the uh, stupidity at the Capitol building. And I got a couple uh, video clips to play for you guys and gals. Um, one is a friend of mine who, uh, <laughs> he's a former Navy SEAL, uh, let me get the, the video side of this going. Whew. All right. On a Chile... Saturday morning in uh, January, star date, January 9th, 2021. Man, I had a late, late one uh, designated driving for a friend of mine, but I made good money at it. So, dealing with the fallouts of what went down in D.C. town... Uh, I did a video the night before, uh, which turned out to be quite prophetic, um, sadly enough. I'm cleaning my fingernails out, by the way. And a friend of mine, um, he, the night before, day before, uh, the rally in D.C., uh, did a video like I was saying, he he's a SEAL. He gets uh, intelligence. I'm sure it's not like super duper secret intelligence, but he um, he knows what's going on, and you know the warnings that are out there behind the scenes. Because I think he could be uh, potentially called back to service. And some people say he's still in service. Um, I don't know. But he's a good guy and I trust him. So here goes while well, I light my ceremonial cigar. Plans route, uh, route information, communications information. And then we have no time to mess around and we're going to head on down the road. So um, so we've got to accomplish a lot of things once we get there. You need to come self-sufficient, ready to go. Um, but if you want to, and absolutely no obligation, but so many of you have expressed interest, uh, if you want to buy shirts, coffee, hoodies, hats, um, Bring cash. Bring cash. You know, it takes longer to, to process credit cards. We can do it. We can do it. But it's so much easier and so much quicker. We can just go through 
uh, if you if you bring cash, okay? And you should bring cash to have down there with you as well because uh, there, there are not going to be places open to accept credit cards, all right? Uh, remember, everyone is welcome if you support the Constitution of the United States uh, to come out and help send us off, even if you're not going down to D.C. Um, guys, listen, uh, there are a few things that are very important to me that I want to express to you. And number one, the police are not our, our enemies. I've already expressed that, but I want to make clear the police are not our enemies. They are doing their job. We want to thank them for their jobs. We want to bring them into the fold as part of us and count them among us as folks down there in support of the country, okay, and the Constitution. Um, we want to be respectful and instead of facing off against each other, turn in solidarity all there together. Same thing with National Guard. National Guard are a lot of often young men and women who have sworn an oath to this country, and they are not our enemies. They are our friends. So again, show them the utmost respect and thank them for what they do and don't make them feel like we are at odds with them. Instead, remind them we are on the same side. Okay. And let's stand in solidarity with each other in support of this country. Okay. Guys, uh, understand this. Uh, if Black Lives Matter folks are down there, there are good, good people with real uh, reasons to chant the Black Lives mantra, okay? Black people in this country have been oppressed. They have not been treated fairly. Uh, the problem is that that organization has been hijacked by largely very wealthy white people who have used it and Antifa folks that they have funded to create utter chaos, okay? They have hijacked that movement. Uh, those people are, are not uh, all bad people. All Democrats are not all bad people. All Hispanics are not all bad people. All white people are not all bad people. Okay, we are Americans, but we have all been brainwashed to some extent. So understand and remember that Antifa, who is being funded, has no interest. They do not support. They pretend to support Black Lives Matter. They pretend to support the Democrat Party, they do not, okay? They do not. They, all they care about is chaos and anarchy. That's what they're trying to create. So they will try to disrupt and try to create uh, uh, problems and please uh, deal with people appropriately and remember that they are Americans too and people, good people, believe what they are fighting for, even if it's different from what you're fighting for. However, it's... It's no longer time for us to sit back and be quiet. We do have to stand up and say enough is enough. All right. And hopefully, hopefully folks who disagree with us will uh, open their eyes and become more receptive to looking at information instead of uh, continuing to to drink the Kool-Aid of mainstream media and big tech who uh, who is uh, constantly feeding misinformation and blocking and censoring all real information so that they can uh, uh, continue uh, doing things that are in their benefit alone for extremely wealthy people. The corruption, the cabal, the deep state, the, uh, the uh, establishment, this is all real stuff, folks. This is not a conspiracy theory. This stuff exists. And now that they've raised their ugly head and we've seen it, we have no choice but to stand up. So there are plenty, 
There are plenty of patriotic Americans, great Americans, who have great disdain for President Trump the man. Okay? That is, that's their prerogative. I just don't think that that is nearly as important. A dislike for Trump, the person, and things he says or even has done um, is not as important as love for this country. So, uh, so let's rise up regardless in support of the country. Okay, and make sure that you are you're trying to understand and draw that distinction. And uh, remember that there are good people on all sides of this thing, but we can no longer be quiet. Silent majority has been awakened and um, and we we need to stand up. Okay, guys, uh, roads, routes are being closed down uh, as you approach D.C. Um, Foot traffic appears to still be open. Listen to this stuff. Big tech, Google is shutting down or has shut down Google Maps to try to make it more difficult to get in uh, to the area. Apple, Apple has shut down Apple Maps, okay? Again, you talk about manipulation, you talk about corruption, okay? These folks are, this is, this is big tech, guys. This is huge. This is constant manipulation of your mind, who you are. We are flooded with misinformation and manipulated constantly on a day-to-day basis nowadays. We live in an information age, okay? It is information warfare. But uh, it's time to stand up and take our country back and make sure that uh, we are uh, being respectful and doing things in the right way. We are not going down looking for a fight. Keep that in mind. We're not going down looking for a fight. We are just very prepared, very capable, and very skilled patriots ready for a fight. And we will react with, uh, without hesitation uh, when called upon to do so. So uh, the hope is that uh, folks that are driving the train of corruption will see that our nation is not nearly as soft as they thought it is, that they thought they had made it, and they will back the fuck down, okay, and allow our country to be the United States of America and follow the Constitution of America. All right. We're going to be um, meeting at 11 o'clock. Go. Okay, so you don't need to know what time they met up uh, in a small town in Ohio to head off to Washington, D.C. Um, there we go. Uh, um, uh, so the fallout of this... Uh, fight at the Capitol building. Now, there are many sides to this, and perfectly honestly, I know I move around a lot, um, I see a lot of things that went on, a lot of things that were bad. Yeah, you know, it... It's the people's house, but that doesn't mean the people have the right to go in and destroy things. That being said, you had a lot of uh, people that thought, it seemed like they thought it was part of the uh, planned protest to walk into the Capitol building, and they're are many videos, so there are many sides to this, but the media is only giving you one narrative. Um, 
the people that were breaking things, the people climbing through windows, those people are wrong. No doubt about that. And they are going to be and should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Period, point blank. Uh, vandalism is a crime. Theft is a crime. Um, now, there are people that instigated and planned it. It doesn't matter if they're Black Lives Matter people, <clears throat> which, like uh, my buddy said, it's a movement that's been taken over by a lot of rich white liberals, but I agree with the sentiment Black Lives Matter, okay? I agree with that, those three words. But it doesn't matter if they were Antifa, if they were uh, white right-wing radicals, white white right-wing radicals, gosh, say that five times fast, white white-wing radicals, sound like Elmer Fudd over here on Saturday morning trying to talk, uh, they were wrong, anyone that broke into the Capitol, that destroyed things that hurt people, wrong, illegal, do not pass go, go directly to jail. Um, let's, let's look at some things here. Uh, President-elect Biden, we can call him that now, uh, said, and I'll play the video for you in a minute. He says, uh, you know, if these were Black Lives Matter protesters, they would have been treated differently. Yeah, they would have. Uh... Mind you, they were when they were allowed to burn cities and destroy businesses, Antifa uh, and other whatever other organizations were working with them were able to cordon off a six block area in Seattle and say this is an independent country or city now. And we're in charge. And the people that lived in there and had businesses in there were SOL. <laughs> the, the city of Seattle just said, okay, have at it. You know, Chaz or Chop or whatever they were calling their uh, autonomous zone. But, yeah, they would have been treated differently. Uh, the riots that happened this summer in America were allowed to go so far out of control before the tear gas came in, before the National Guard came in, much further than these uh, idiots in D.C., and out of the 200,000, 500,000, whatever million Trump supporters that were there, it was a small handful that got out of line and went into the Capitol building. I was watching live 
uh, on Fox, Fox, F-A-U-X News. And I saw people just politely filing out of the Capitol building. They had to search for the videos. And it wasn't until later uh, when cell phone footage started hitting the internet that they had video of people destroying and carrying on and rioting. So, uh, anyhow, but I did see some great videos of cops beating on some of these idiots that were out of control. Uh, you know, they're, they have these bicycle rack barricades and they... Uh, the police were trying to use them to push the protesters back in one video. And there were some, you know, punches exchanged between uh, the protesters and the cops. And this one cop, man, he threw a, a vicious right hook at one dude. Missed, but man, if that would have landed, it would have been great. Um, I saw, you know, one guy, there were doors that you pull open. And he's ramming a bicycle rack barricade into the door that he could have easily probably pulled open. <laughs> and, and through the broken glass on the window, a big plume of tear gas hits this dummy right in the mug. Uh, it was great. Uh, so, y you know, that's the kind of stuff that, you know... That's what I saw, and there's two sides to this. So, what Biden is saying, you know, back when he and Obama were in charge, you know, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, I mean, they wrecked, uh, well, Antifa's been wrecking Seattle for a decade or more now, um, and Portland, Oregon. I get Portland and Seattle confused sometimes because they're both, they're like the twin cities of liberal heck holes. But, uh, Antifa, you know, and, uh, well, just riots. Black Lives Matter wasn't really a, an organized group or even a, an organized slogan when Obama and Biden were in charge, but I remember the city of Philadelphia, or pardon me, Baltimore, uh, burning, being destroyed, and their mayor said, well, we've given them, you know, a, cer a, a certain radius that, you know, they can destroy, and then we're going to protect the rest. I'm like, what? Yeah, that was the Baltimore riots. Um. I think Ferguson happened under Obama, Biden. They didn't do anything to step in and say, hey, halt, stop, and a whoa, whoa. Trumpers are not known for their violent protests. And, you know, some on the right are saying, well, it was an inside job because the police held open the barricades for the Trumpers to go through. Um... And things of that nature. Um, I, I don't think it was an inside job. The uh, storming of the Capitol building. Um, 
you know, yeah, there were some Antifa uh, instigators in that crowd, and there were some uh, right-wing radical instigators in that crowd also. Um, and then there were people that are professional protesters, like this guy that was dressed up as a bull or an elk or an antelope or cantaloupe or something. I don't know what he was doing. Uh, you know, he's like at every protest. And, you know, so there were people there. Some people were just gawkers or onlookers that went into the building thinking they were, that's what the protest was supposed to be about. And there were people that stood outside on the Capitol steps and around the building that had the right to stand there. Uh, that weren't doing anybody any harm other than, you know, they weren't doing anybody any harm, period. They were just chilling. They were just, hey, we're Americans. Woo, look at us being American. <coughs> so, a lot of different things there. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's laptop was stolen. Now, on a laptop that you have, For everyday use in your congressional office. I don't know. You know what. I don't know what secret. Intel may have been on there. Surely. Uh, personal. You know not like. Hi husband. How are you doing emails. But you know personal emails between her and other congressional members were on there. Uh, you know, I, I doubt anything top secret was on there. But, you know, people think, aha, we've got her laptop now. We have the key to the secrets that are told that never do unfold. No, you don't. Uh, it, it was wrong to steal that laptop. Heck, I, I, I don't know if the person that stole it thought they were getting some big sacred government laptop or if they were just some dummy trying to steal a free laptop. You know? Um, it might have been something like, hey, nice laptop. Woo! You know, free gift from the government, right? IDK. Um, I, wa I wonder if, um, however, those laptops can be shut down remotely. Now, obviously, there are people uh, smart enough to get past that. Uh, if you're smart enough to get past the, uh, you know, the, the passwords and get to the hard drive uh, and get past the uh, remote uh, kill switch. See, when I worked for uh, Aflac, I bought, hold on a second, I bought an official Aflac laptop, and it could be decommissioned remotely. In fact, it was at one point, because I turned it on one day, and I'm like, what is this? It's not working. I'm getting some weird error message. So I called uh, tech support, and they said, yeah, you know, 
that series of laptops has been decommissioned and we sh we turned them all off once they were decommissioned and I'm like yeah but I bought this I paid for it I've just been I don't even work for the company anymore I just been using it for personal use and they're like well yeah you know you'll have to get this jump drive or CD and uh, decommission it and then you can go back to using it for your personal use never got the jump driver the CD just went out and bought a new laptop but uh, I'm wondering if these uh, laptops do have you know traceability uh, if a corporation can do it and uh, turn them off remotely uh, you know I would wildly guess that uh, you know the government should have that same technology if they don't they better get it for the next time some craziness goes on um, sad sadly and tragically we have had um, another person pass away from this uh, it was capital let me get up here here we go close from personal just rolled out of bed on Saturday morning. But I wanted to get this in. Uh, Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick has died from his injuries sustained when uh, the mob stormed the Capitol building. Let's see what we can find here. Uh, Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick died Thursday night due to injuries sustained while on duty. Capitol Police said in a statement he was one of five people who died in the violence. So rest in peace. Uh, thank you, Officer, for your service, Brian Sicknick uh, and prayers for his family, certainly. Um, the falling out of all of this, um, Twitter, Facebook have suspended permanently the president's accounts. And I saw this coming. This has been building for a while. They've... Uh, Suspended many other uh, top Republican Trump uh, supporters. I think I heard like Michael Flynn and a few others. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, social media is so overrated. And it was intended to be a fun space. Well, I mean, Facebook, if you, there was a docu drama, docu-comedy, I don't know, a movie about Mark Zuckerberg and how uh, Facebook started. And it started as a place for college kids. For a long time, you couldn't have a Facebook unless your email address ended in .edu. Uh, and it was a place just to post status updates like, hey, doing my, you know, trigonometry or homework and hey, do you know the quest the answer to question number 5 on the exam? 
stuff like that. Uh, and now, you know, now it, it grew into um, where anybody can sign up. And that's cool. I mean, I'm glad I'm able to be on Facebook. It went into a thing of um, where friends, family members could stay in touch and uh, post pictures and, you know, comments and, and stuff like that. And it's a beautiful tool for families to keep in touch. Now, uh, families and friends to keep in touch, but then we started getting political, um, you know, and business people started using it, which was smart, you know, millions and millions of people on Facebook. But then everyone wanted to give their political opinions and debate and fight, and politicians saw it as a great tool to get uh, information out to people. And so now it's at times looked at as a political tool for you know people like myself, for uh, elected officials themselves so on and so forth so Twitter and Facebook have shut down uh, the president's accounts Donald Trump is going to be a regular person in a couple weeks folks he may eventually become a candidate for president again Uh, he may eventually become president again but the matter of a fact right now is he's going to be a private citizen. Uh, now they are blaming him for instigating this uh, storming of the Capitol. People in Congress are using words like insurrection. Ar- they're even going as far as to say an armed insurrection. It was not. It was some idiots breaking into the Capitol building. It was some onlookers walking in with them. And it was some people who thought that this was uh, part of the the rally and just followed the, the, the mob. The people that broke things, the people that committed crimes, do need to be prosecuted and they were wrong cannot stress that enough but to call it an armed insurrection is goading a lot a bit too far I did not see anybody other than uh, law enforcement armed in that debacle Nah, the Communist News Network is reporting feds say police found a pickup truck full of bombs and guns near Capitol Insurrection as wide-ranging investigation unfurls. An Alabama, see here, look man. Alabama, come on.
An uh, Alabama man allegedly parked a pickup truck with 11 homemade bombs, an assault rifle, and a handgun two blocks from the Capitol building on Wednesday for hours before authorities ever noticed, according to federal prosecutors. Now, hold on a second. An assault rifle, which they mean semi-automatic rifle, but we'll give them the word assault. Semi-automatic rifle, a handgun, not that big a deal. Uh, homemade bombs, terrible. Stupid. But this was one guy out of hundreds of thousands. They are headlining this article and leading you to believe that this was a cache of catch, cage of weaponry to be distributed to the mob. That's what the impression I got when I glanced at the headline. And I wanted to take a look at this article. And then when I look at it, I see oh, one imbecile who could have done a lot of damage with those bombs and guns. Don't get me wrong. He's going to go to jail. He's, he needs to get his butt kicked. But it was one guy. Not a mob. One dude. See, this is how the media blows things up. And then, you know, you've got people that believe CNN and PMS, NBC, and all this other stuff. Um, going back while I'm waiting on the next article to load. You know, Nancy Pelosi and people have drawn up articles of impeachment. They're saying that we have we have to get... Trump out of there as soon as possible. Uh, he is supposedly locked, according to Mike Pence's uh, chief of staff or spokesman, whatever you want to call him, Trump's locked Pence out of the White House, which is ignorant. Mike Pence stood with Donald Trump through thick and thin and defended President Trump. But back to my main point, uh, they've drawn up the articles of impeachment. They want to get it done uh, this week. They need to work on my next $2,000 welfare check. Uh, Trump has a few days left. Uh, I don't see what he can do. People are like going off. Oh, he's got the nuclear codes. But yeah, there's a between him and the people that actually push the button, there's a... a I read or heard somewhere legitimate. There's a general that can make a call, make a decision to not give the order to launch the weapons. So it's not like the president says go and the people at the nuclear silo hit the button. There's a fail-safe in there in case we get a, a president that's acting like this. Or is acting in the ways that President Trump is allegedly acting. Uh, 
I don't know. I haven't heard from legitimate sources that he's unhinged because I don't consider PMSNBC, Fox News, and CNN legitimate sources. We can't not see anymore Trump's personal thoughts. Now, I found an account on Parler the other night that claimed to be President Trump, but I haven't seen any verification from Parler, the other social media app, that it really is President Trump. So, we got to see there. The uh, fact of the matters is that R, is it R or is? Well, it, it, whatever. The fact is, we don't know what the president's state of mind is right now because we can't see him. And this is the downside to social media blocking him. We don't know what he's thinking and the mainstream media is not going to report accurately his messages uh, to the people and things of that nature. It's a bad situation for America right now and social media and alleged mainstream media are creating the problem by uh, censoring people mainly the president but uh, this Matt Gates uh, on the push to impeach the president Gates responds to House Democrats readying for second Trump impeachment Fox FAUX News reports guess I'll have to play you their video Wait a second here. Let's back the truck up a little bit. Matt Gates, Republican flow rider. And I don't know who this woman is on Fox News, but she's pretty cute. To avoid a second impeachment, his best path would be to take personal responsibility and resign. This would be the cleanest solution since it would immediately turn presidential duties over to Mr. Pence. And it would give Mr. Trump agency, a la Richard Nixon, over his own fate. So let's talk about the possibility of a second impeachment of this president with a member of the House Judiciary Committee, Republican Congressman from Florida, Matt Gates. Congressman, welcome back. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Okay, so we're hearing tonight this could happen rather quickly. Uh, what are you hearing? As we're talking right now, Democrats are preparing their impeachment strategy for next week, and it seems that impeachment is an itch that doesn't just go away with one scratch for House Democrats. This latest effort, I think, is less about the actions of the president and more about the very fragile uh, constituency that the Democrats have stitched together. Joe Biden Democrats don't look a lot like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez Democrats, and the one thing that's unified them is opposition to President Trump. So they think the best thing to launch their 2022 hopes is to begin with an impeachment strategy. I know this. President Trump will not resign. This impeachment is divisive. 
and it is unwarranted. President Trump wanted these protests to be peaceful and patriotic. He said so, but they were neither. And the people responsible for breaching the Capitol are precisely the people that engaged in that behavior. I hope they do face consequences, and I will be there, along with the president's supporters like Jim Jordan, to fight against an impeachment that will not advance the country, but that exists just to advance the politics of Democrats. Okay, so that was a good little wrap-up of basically how, kind of how I feel about the impeachment. I didn't know Matt Gates was going to be that uh, good. Good job, Matt. Uh, but yeah, th this is a political impeachment. It's not of any law or merit in that regard Trump did nothing I mean watch his speech for yourself he mentions the word peaceful multiple times during his speech at the uh, Save America March <laughs> he didn't do anything if you believe the lamestream media everything he does and says is insightful but they're trying to pin it on that specific speech he gave before the uh, march towards the Capitol building. He said, you know, I'm going to march down there with you. We're going to do it peacefully. I don't know how much more direct uh, you can get than that. But let's hear what slow-talking Joe has to say about uh, what went on. Dude, this is awful. It's like listening to someone talk in slow motion. But this is Joe Biden at full speed. A little over an hour and a half after the chaos started, I got a text from my granddaughter, Finnegan Biden, who's a senior in her last semester. This dude needs to talk faster. <laughs> She sent me a photo. Hurry up, man. <laughs> of military people in full military gear. You're too slow. Scores of them lining the steps of the Lincoln Memorial because a protest by Black Lives Matter. She said, Pop, this isn't fair. Man. No one can tell me that if had been a group of Black Lives Matter protesting yesterday, there wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have been treated very, very differently than the mob of thugs what? stormed the Capitol. Okay. I, it'll take too long to get through that. That's the guy that's going to be President of the United States and is going to be negotiating with foreign leaders at that speed of talk. Uh, that's not the way Joe Biden talked 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 47 years ago. That's a guy with uh, early onset dementia slowly fading into the abyss, and it's sad. Same... Get the cigar out of my mouth so I can say this 
shamey, shamey, shamey on his family for uh, letting him do this. Uh, but I agree, if it was Black Lives Matter, they would have been treated much differently. They would have been treated much differently. They would have been allowed to rage a lot longer. Look at Ferguson. Look at Baltimore. Look at Minneapolis, Seattle, Portland. All the major cities that burned this summer while uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter rioted. Nobody in even the, the worst, the most ignorant, the terrible Trumpers who stole things and destroyed things lit anything on fire. There are not massive outbreaks across the country of uh, copycat riots. It was one and done. A few hours of maybe an hour of chaos and then Days and weeks and months and probably years of media coverage that are going to cause people to think that the chaos is still going on a year from now. But it was an hour or so of chaos. The police pepper sprayed, beat up, tear gassed people and got control fairly quickly. Uh, by the time that National Guard and, and things like that were being called in, I really felt like the D.C. police and the Maryland State Troopers and the Capitol Police uh, had control of the situation and were pushing back the protesters to build a perimeter around the Capitol building so that Congress and props to Congress were coming back into session that night and not letting this small group of idiots delay democracy. But they, the D.C. and Capitol Police and Maryland State Troopers, they were setting up a perimeter. Then, you know, National Guard and so on came in. Uh, and there was curfew that night, uh, Wednesday, the January 6th. And order was restored pretty quickly, a lot faster than it was during uh, the riots and protests that happened over the summer. And these people, the, the Trump supporters, were not handled with kid gloves uh, and, you know, babied and allowed to run amok for days on end before anything was done. So, we'll see. Uh, Trump's gone in a few days no matter what. Um, it, it's sad really right now for America uh, on a lot of fronts. Um, you'll never convince me that this election was not stolen. That aside, what happened at the Capitol was uh, ignorant, but it was a small group of people in comparison to the larger group. 
that group of people that did uh, vandalize and steal uh, will be caught and prosecuted. Some have basically prosecuted themselves by posting <laughs> pictures to social media. Uh, but th this building has a lot of good high-definition uh, cameras. And if you were in there breaking things, doing something illegal, you're busted. You know, throw yourself at the mercy of the court and get it over with. Turn yourself in and then throw yourself at the mercy of the court. So... Good luck and prayers to President-elect Biden. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with President Trump. I voted for him twice. I'm not sure if I'll vote for him a third time or not, or if I want to give new leadership a chance. You know, I, I like Nikki Haley. I like Tim Scott. Um... I've been back and forth on Ted Cruz. Um, I've always liked Marco Rubio. Uh, Christy Noam from South Dakota. I, I see a lot of future in the Republican Party that is, uh, there are middle people that are middle age. You know, Nikki Haley's 48 years old. I know we're not supposed to judge people on age, but a 78-year-old Donald Trump being elected president, being 82 when his term ends, versus um, a Nikki Haley that if she ran in 2024, I'm just using her as one example, is 48 years old now, would be 52 years old when she becomes president, would be 60 years old when she's done being president. It, I like that a lot better than, you know, another elderly white man in the White House. Is that ageism? Is that age prejudice? Yeah. But, you know, our, our minds and bodies start to fail us when we get to that age. Uh, and until they find, you know, a, you know, really good, solid medical evidentiary uh, technology to keep your mind and body from faltering on you in your old age. I think, you know, we need younger people, qualified people. And, you know, th these people I've mentioned, Nick, uh, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, um, Christy Nome, they've all come up through the ranks of uh, the political system, held multiple political offices and ambassadorships. Uh, they're experienced people, you know, along with Rubio and Cruz. So it, it may be a time for a turning of a page, keep it conservative in the Republican Party, get back to conservative values, not Democrat light, like Mitch McConnell. Uh, there's another old white guy that needs to go. But we'll see.
hey, God bless America. Thank you guys for listening, watching, and uh, smash that like button. <laughs> like, share, subscribe, all that garbage. Thank y'all. God bless y'all. Bye-bye. Do 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 do